Hey everybody, this is Mike from The Cut. Just want to let you know real quick that if you're hearing this message, you will not be hearing any music tracks during our episode. This is because you're not listening to us on Spotify. Only on Spotify can we play the music track. So if you're listening to us anywhere else, totally fine. Just want to let you know why there's no music. Now, without any further ado, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Cut Music. We are your hosts, Mike and the Moosh. Oh, Thank man. you for joining us. Where uh, we put together a unique playlist with comedic banter. We sure do. I'm, I'm very excited for today. I I gotta say, after last week, the uh, the 2010s being the absolute hardest cut I've ever had to do. Just do uh, scraping songs, having to journey into my <laughs> the dark recesses of my memory to try to think of what did I like in the 2010s fuck that's 90s no that was 80s no that was 60s did I listen to anything in 2010 I think I found all five songs that I listened all to five. <laughs> all five that I listened to in 2010 and that, and that but, blows my mind because like I spent the entire this entire past week coming up with more and more songs that I had listened to that came out in the past decade. And I was just like, God, we got to do a revisit. There's so many songs, so many bands that I missed out on. And I'm yeah, sure, there, I'm sure no, there, there, there were definitely some, especially for, I think every other decade besides the, the yeah. 2010s. But the, 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 you know, you know what dawned on me is we never actually named that thing. We just call it decades of cuts or Dick escapades. D- Dick escapade, Dick escapades. <laughs> like we, yeah, I, I think, yeah, you mentioned Dick escapades, I think in the sixties episode when we're trying to figure out what to call it that or no, you mentioned it when we had Jared on the show. And I said, I think Jared should host that cause he's still in college and I'm sure he's <laughs> having Dick right, escapades. Right. <laughs> it has been but a long journey that, it, that finally came to an end. It was. So that was fun. That was fun. And I, I, I can say that I'm very happy, uh, happy that it's over with because I don't want to do, I couldn't do the 20, if I couldn't do the 2010s, there's no way I can do the 2020s so far with only three years. But well, yeah. this playlist Today, film is my shit, and yeah. today we are yeah. doing soundtracks. Yeah, now, <clears throat> I, I could not, for the life of me, come up with a solid list. Like, it took me forever. I was d- diving in deep. I, I didn't understand the rules, didn't follow instructions, and it took me forever until about, uh, I don't know, this morning, when I was like, okay, I really got to buckle down and just use Google to my advantage. Because I came up with a couple picks, and I was like, okay, I think these will fit. And as I Googled them and did some research, I was like, nope, that doesn't count. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, a speak, soundtrack. Speaking. I mean, there's so many movies that have great, like Garden State. We, I mentioned it before. One of my favorite yes. films of all time has a fantastic soundtrack. None of those songs were written for that movie. Like they Guardians were, of the Galaxy, Volume exactly, 1 and 2. And, 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 and while we're on before, that topic, so. this is not songs that appeared on soundtracks Mm-mm. so you're not gonna we're not playing anything that was on guardians of the galaxy or, or as you or, said garden state or anything like that it's like 
this this cut is are for songs that were made for a movie right and it doesn't mean that they didn't come out on their uh on the artist album like uh you know i'm sure it'll be an honorable mentions but like new divide by lincoln park was made for transformers also appeared on on their own album the other one uh what i've done uh, was on minutes to midnight and one of the transformers movies uh right 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 though those qualify but they're not on our cut from and we're not we're not doing a only film scores or composers like i mean i could have filled my entire list with john williams hands uh, down oh Let's go. hans zimmer yeah we easy. should do that at some point we should oh, do absolutely. a hans I, I zimmer john this williams episode was gonna be until we, we clarified <laughs> last week and i was like oh man i was about to have some danny elfman up in here like it was gonna get oh good. yeah no that that would be a fun one to do and the cool thing is is i can like it'd be a fun thumbnail to make because i think i can put like silhouettes of beavis and butthead and we'll call it scoring <laughs> appropriate no we appropriate. should we should we should do that we should either do a uh a, a cut split where like you take john williams and i take Hans zimmer and we each choose five on our own and then we do the cut and and do it that way that'd be fun or we could just do scoring and then we can include uh you know danny elfman and and the like that, that would yeah. be interesting I but did, I mean, we're not doing I mean, that today. There's, there's a ton of film score out there. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a ton. And, and uh, I, I will not be choosing mostly anything once again from, from the 2010s when, when, when we do that. Because if you, if you haven't noticed in every trailer that's not a drama but like an action movie, they've really taken from EDM. There's always a... <laughs> like, have you noticed that synth, that deep... Yeah like bass synth being used in like it's used in the Marvel movies. It's used like everywhere. And actually yeah, I just, I'm making in honor of the Oscars. I'm making my way through uh, the Oscar nominated movies. And I just watched all quiet on the Western front uh, last week. And it's, it's a German movie. It's a, it's about a German character uh, in, in world war one. Not a whole lot of movies have been made from the German perspective for World War One. There's been a few for World War Two, but not World War One. Great movie. Uh, hope you like subtitles or you know German, because uh, all the German that I know did not help me. But still, <laughs> throughout the whole fucking movie, they use two things to build tension. They use these like random hard like snare hits, or they use a like just out of nowhere. So weird. <laughs> I I've never seen the film. I don't know what you're talking about, but I can only imagine just like yeah, <laughs> that guttural I, throat throat singing like we did before. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, but when 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 I make that noise and every time I heard it, and even when you just did it right now, it makes me think of Thomas the Train in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I don't know. It just it doesn't fit like that sound. You couldn't produce, as far as I know, you couldn't produce that sound in 1917. There was no way to produce a bomb sound. Like, sure there was. How? I don't was, know. It was. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure there was. They had, I mean, they had like the 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 alarms. Like, Jesus like they had that Christ! Whole thing. Why couldn't they do? What? I didn't say they couldn't. They couldn't. I'm just saying how. Like, why would they and how could they? There were no synthesizers back then. Right, right. 
I don't know. Maybe they just had how a that guy. siren sound again. That was. <laughs> it's like uh, maybe they just had a guy up on the you know on the top of the building, just like wow, <laughs> <just Okay>. <laughs> the Americans are attacking. Uh, okay, wow. I'll tell them. <laughs> <laughs> the international sound of shit's about to get fucking real. I mean, think of think of like the the Ricola, the Ricola guys with the the giant horn on top of the mountain. Oh yeah. I mean, or a didgeridoo. Didgeridoos have been around forever. That kind of makes a wow 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 type of. I don't know. Do you like a didgeridoo, Wayne? <laughs> I didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. that's Already funny. off the rails. Um, Already off the rails, but that's a, that's how we prefer it. So today <laughs> we asked ourselves: soundtracks, soundtracks, Moosh. Hey, tracks, soundtracks off the rails. The tracks that oh uh, yeah, we, we are off the, the soundtracks. Wow, yeah, there's a train episode, train wreck. Yeah, train <laughs> off the soundtracks. Nice. All right, you want to go first? Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> go first. Like I said, I I struggled to make uh, a mm-hmm. list. But I think mm-hmm, I got one, mm-hmm. and I'm going to open up my, my little bubbly water here. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with an absolute classic. I think I've, we talked about John Hughes before, right? Yes. And I love The Breakfast Club. Fantastic movie. I love John Hughes movies. I love 80s movies. No, I don't know all of them. I don't know all the, all the good ones that you know. But I know some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> You always seem like Home oh, Alone is movie? technically a John Hughes movie. He wrote it. Hey, you, look at that. Yeah. I know that one. Yeah. Um, but I found some interesting information when I was doing my research. And although we, we love and everyone knows Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds, mm-hmm. um, Simple Minds was not the first pick to record and do that song. It's actually written by the, uh, the film scorer, uh, Keith Forsey. And he was mm-hmm. looking at all these other bands like U2 and some other bands to like do this film or do the song for the film. And like nobody like it, it didn't work out with anybody except for Simple Minds. And U2? Really? Yeah. Like, he, I mean, the list was huge. He had like 15 other artists, like big name artists that just did not make the cut. <laughs> nah. um, no, but it was I mean, it's a great it's a great song and it's, you know, still played on the radio today. Um, and most people forget that it's associated with that movie. And they actually, I mean, it wasn't even written by Simple Minds, but this is Simple Minds. Don't you forget about me. That's such a great song. I, I, it's iconic. It's absolutely iconic. I love that, like, as soon as anybody hears the song, especially you and me just now when we played it, it's like our fist in the air, like the yeah, freeze you got a fist frame. Bump. Yeah, the fr- the freeze frame at the end of the movie. They're all getting out of detention. Like, man, what a great, what a great film, what a great song. It was, it, it was actually Saturday School. No, it's Saturday Detention. Wait, do people call it detention? Yes. So okay, when I, I I didn't know that because oh. when when I was when I was in school, detention meant you were staying after school, and if you had to come in on Saturday for like a full like six hours, it was Saturday school. Oh, you've seen the movie, right? I have, yeah, many times. Oh, okay, Just, <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta ask. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. They, they, yeah, they had it was um, I forget why they had to do it on Saturday detention and not just after school. I don't know if it was after school programs or or what it was, but. Yeah, they were all scheduled to have a, 
a Saturday det- detention. I forget what the specific reason it, it's, was. It, it's, a, it's a worse punishment than detention. Detention's usually like 45 minutes. You got to stay after school. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, my record was 43 of them in one year. Hey. And I had, if I remember correctly, I think it was my, my fifth grade year. I had like 43 detentions. Fifth grade? S- <laughs> yeah. 43 <laughs> detentions, six Saturday schools, one three-day home suspension, and like a, a fuck ton of in-school suspensions. So in-school suspension was when you still went to school during the day, but you stayed in this like back like room outside of the like the the principal's office wow i was you, a bad kid you were terrible i think i had detention once <laughs> wow you haven't lived <laughs> oh my god that's why i have such an extensive vocabulary man i had yeah. to copy down a lot of words out of the dictionary <laughs> I think Bart I made Simpson it writing 80... it a thousand times on the blackboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I think I probably made my way like A through S in the Webster's Dictionary through, throughout all that. Wow. I was a much better kid when I got to high school. Wow. I got That's kicked crazy. out of junior high. No, wait, hold on. I got kicked out of an elementary school. Who I'll put it to you like this. Out of elementary school, you're 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. When I got to high school, I had been to so many elementaries and junior high schools that I fucking knew everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh shit. What up, Dave? Haven't seen you since second grade, man. Man, How's I run sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't sweating shit, man. I run sixth grade. <laughs> What'd you All steal? Right. Bikes. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you took. Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. Tom Segura. If you guys want to be in on the inside joke, it's Tom Segura. Oh go, God. go, Google uh, "scared straight Tom Segura" and uh, laugh your ass off for about five minutes. Oh, uh, so, so don't you forget about me. I'm still stuck on this U two thing because it would have been a very different. It w- it would have been very very different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me see if I can pull up some of these other bands. I don't I don't think we I don't think a U two version of this would have led to anybody like fist pumping. I don't know. Probably not. U2 in the 80s was very mellow. When, wait, when did Sunday Bloody Sunday come out? Uh, I don't know. That was early U2, wasn't it? Possibly. Let's see. Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, I thought, I, I don't know. Maybe. Either way, the tone would have been very, very different. I imagine, I, I don't know. Simple Minds. I couldn't imagine it sounding like anything else, but I would love to hear like if a demo tape or an audition tape or something like that from Bono, like were to surface singing. The no, song. I don't, I don't think they ever, I don't think they ever did. They went that far. I think they just were offered, Hey, do you want to do the song for this movie? And uh, they just said no, or they were on tour or something. Tour. Tour. Huh. Um, All right. Well, information. let's, uh, while you're looking at that, let's, uh, yeah. let's move on here. Have you seen the movie Euro Trip? Uh, once? A long Only time once? When it first came out. Oh, man. Uh, Sunday I Bloody love... Sunday was uh, 1982, written by The Edge. Okay. Yeah, all right. So at least, at least I was right. Yeah. Because if you're going to come back and say it was like 97 or something like that, I was going to lose my shit. Um, <laughs> okay, so Euro Trip. Mm-hmm. You've only seen it once? Uh, yeah. This like movie eight, came I out like, oh. It. Oh, I, me- I remember four. there were boobies in it. That's about it. Very little. Yeah. Ages That's ago. it? That's all Dude, you should watch it again. Okay. 
You should watch it again. And I've heard you, I've heard you quote that movie. I've heard you say something like, this isn't where I parked my car. Great line. It's a a good callback. That movie is fucking hilarious. And one of the funniest things in that movie is the song by Lustra. Scotty doesn't know. Okay. Wait, 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 before you play that, some of the other bands that were offered to do, don't you forget about me. (laughs) Corey Hart. Ooh, yeah, that would have been a fucking slamming song, dude. If Corey Hart would have done yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Billy Idol, yeah, that would have been weird. That still would have been a banger. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and Brian Ferry, um, but he was he declined because he was working on his album Boys and Girls. So I other- would love to have heard a Corey Hart version of this. Yeah, that would have been fun. Because unlike Bono, he wears his sunglasses at night. Bono just wears yeah. his glasses all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty, doesn't, Scotty know. doesn't know that, so. Yeah, Scotty doesn't know. This, dude, this song is so fucking funny. Like, everyone that I knew, like, all of my friends and my wife, girlfriend at the time, like, we all love this movie. This movie is fucking hilarious. And this song is fucking great. There oh, we yeah. go. Scotty doesn't know. Don't tell Scotty. Why? Because Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> this song, it, it reminds me of either Rock Band or Guitar Hero. It was definitely on one of those games, like on the Wii. Was it? Like, yeah. I'm really? almost 100% certain that it was on one of those, like, play-along games. R- really? Yeah. I, oh, I want to say I, Rock maybe. Band. I don't think it was I, I, Rock Band, but I know I never played Guitar Hero 1 or 2. Oh. So it was, it was maybe on one of those. Them. Yeah. Uh, man, this song, the, the guitar riff and just the overall flow of it reminds me of the Offspring. I don't know a why. A little bit. It's Offspring, some forty-one, yeah, twenty-two-esque. Yeah. It's it's in there. I love it. It's it's super fucking catchy. And like, so these guys, Lustra, have been together since nineteen ninety-six. Hmm. They used to be called their band name used to be called Seventeen. Then they were taken to court by Seventeen magazine. Uh, which is crazy because they weren't even big. Like this is their big hit. Yeah, Th- this is it. They they landed the contract for this movie, uh, which came out in 2004. And then uh, they came out with another album in 06. I haven't done anything since. Uh, but what's crazy is in the movie. I, and I don't know how they did this. They had three different cameos in that movie. One of them was this band is in the movie performing this song, but the lead singer is actually being played by Matt Damon. Who's lip syncing the song. Interesting. Super random. And then I don't know his name, but he was in the Drew Carey show. He plays the, uh, the, the French dude that robs, uh, the guy that made out with his sister, man. <laughs> um, oh my God. I haven't seen the Drew Carey show since the, Late nineties, early he played, 2000s. He played. He played Oswald. He was Ryan Stiles' oh, like yeah, yeah, sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in that movie, and then uh, and Matt Damon, and then um, I'm almost positive. I haven't confirmed this, but there's a there's like a mime off that takes place in this movie. Uh, I, I think that's what you call it. I'm sure a the French off. have a different. <laughs> I'm sure the French have a different word for it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the person playing the mime is Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is a mime. 
Okay, now I'm definitely going to have to watch this movie. See Rob Schneider in Are You Mime? <laughs> Coming this July. Anyway. Rob yeah. Schneider uh, is, is dude, Schneider. it's a <laughs> <laughs> It's a great fucking movie. I I just I watched it in the last like year or two. I fucking yeah. love that movie. I yeah, I I'm fairly certain I saw it when I was a teenager in high school. I don't it's been ages. I don't recall. Oh, dude. Yeah. Hey Jamie, can I see your formers? Sure, man. Oh, here's an interesting fact. You want to hear it? Yeah. You made out with your sister, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Everybody, do yourselves a favor. When you're done watching Tom Segura on his views of Scared Straight, go watch Eurotrip if you haven't seen it. It was fucking great. I love this episode. I get to talk about music and movies. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Moose is only able to participate in half this conversation. Yeah. I, Where's I, Rich when I need him? Rich is a movie guy. Yeah. Gotta call him up. Phone a friend. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, moving on. What's next? Um, well, awesome. I'm gonna go with everything is awesome. Tegan and Sarah, The Lonely Island for the Lego movie. Oh, I love this song. So, uh, I have a cousin. That I'm sure has never seen a Lego movie because he has no oh reason to. Oh, my God. But loves this kind of music, and I'm pretty sure, and he's a listener, I'm pretty sure he was, I could see his signature dance uh, <laughs> being performed. Dude, the Lego movie is an awesome movie. It's one of my I've never favorite. seen a Lego movie. I've seen the Lego Batman movie, which I thought uh, was great. It had a. Uh, it was all right. What's, it had fucking. Um, <sighs> the final countdown. Um, What's his fucking name? What? The uh, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? The Final Countdown. Why can't I think of his name? Whatever his name is, it, it sounds like way more. It sounds like it should be an, uh, an actor who stars in like action movies and shit. Like it's like a Bruce Willis, like a, like a very <laughs> like hard Jason Statham like name. And then you see him and you're like, wait, what? What is his fucking name? He's oh, got on, the. Hold on. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Uh, he's on a podcast with Sean Hayes and and uh, Jason Bateman called the uh, Will Arnett. Smart... Will Arnett. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean the, the Lego Batman movie was it was alright. The Lego movie. It's the only one I've seen. The Lego movie is fantastic, and then okay. Lego Movie Two was also pretty good. You know. There's a movie that I'll refer you to. Do, do you have Peacock? Yeah. Okay. I I'm only halfway through it. Out of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had to, I had to, I have like an hour of this movie left because I, uh, I had to come in here for this. Um, Tar. You should watch Tar. It's on Peacock. It's fucking okay. Kate Blanchett. It's amazing so far. It's about a conductor. And that's all I know. At this oh, point. I think I have. I've seen I've seen this pop up on like my TV. I've like seen the thing. I haven't. I think I know what I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I don't other than the fact that she is a bit of a like. Um, I was going to say the word whore. And the only reason I was going to say that is because she's married and she cheats on her wife. She hasn't done that yet, but she's got a reputation to and she's like drifting in that direction right now. So she's not a faithful partner, uh, or at least she hasn't been, 
That's the only issue I can tell that she has. And I'm like an hour, 15 minutes into the movie. But so far, it's fucking fascinating because I don't know shit about conductors. And I'm learning a ton watching this movie. Interesting. Y'all definitely check it out. It's really good so far. Like, dude, Cate Blanchett is versatile as fuck. And I don't know if German is a second language or a first language for her. Yeah. But, dude. She's, well, she um, speaks both in the movie. It's one of my amazing. one of my favorite favorite uh, characters that Kate Blanchett has ever played. Um, no, not Titanic. Um, not Hella. No, no, no. She played Bob Dylan in that Bob Dylan movie. Wish oh, I was did? here. Wish you were here. Wish I was here. Wish I was here. Wish somebody was here to tell you what the title of the movie is. And I'm it sorry. Came out, it came out uh, a long time ago, but yeah, no, she like, there was, it was a movie. It was all about like, it was a biography flick about Bob Dylan and his life. And like seven or eight different actors, actresses played Bob Dylan. Oh, interesting. And she played, yeah, she had like a whole sequence of Dylan's life that she played. And it was just phenomenal. Like so good. Real, real, real quick backup. Yep. Uh, who the fuck, when was she in Titanic? Who am I thinking of? <laughs> it wasn't Titanic. I saw that movie like once and it was too long. Notable actresses in Titanic, Kate Winslet and That's Kathy Bates. The one. Okay. So you were thinking of Kate no. Winslet? No. Kate Blanchett was certainly. Oh, fuck. I'm Googling now. Kate Blanchett's like 20 years older than. What? Hold on. Don't be mad at me. I've never. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm just surprised. They don't look alike at all. But they're both named Kate, so fuck off. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. She was Bob. They're not all named Kate, Moosh. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? She wasn't even in the Bob Dylan thing, was she? Oh, I hope so. Jeez Louise. Our listeners are going to spend the majority of this episode listening to you research your movie shit in the background. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Come on. You know, while you, while you look that up, Moose, yeah, I need to let me shit. just say that you should strike that. I'm not there, and she was. So she was. IMDb confirms. But she was not in Titanic. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She was not painted like one of Jack's French girls. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. God damn it. So. (laughs) I was right about one thing and wrong about another. So the thing I. Yeah. So stick to one thing at a time. You can't go two for two, man. Yeah, you're. That's right. You're you're right. Oh, my God. It's (laughs) like you're. It's like you 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 get you, you have one thing right every once in a while, and then after that, it just it's like pure imagination. After that, I do have a very creative imagination. Yeah, you know who also did Willie fucking Wonka. Oh, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. I fucking love this song. Pure imagination from the original Willie Wonka with Gene Wilder. Here mm-hmm. we go. Dude, I can like see the entire thing. I haven't seen that movie in so long, but I can see as soon as you like, as soon as they walk into that area with like the chocolate pump and the Oompa Loompas on the other side and, and shit like that. And like, I was listening for it at one towards the end. He says a line and he takes a drink out of like this lemon, like rose petal looking thing and then bites the cup. I was listening to yeah. see if the crunch was in there, but I didn't hear it. Huh. 
It's an amazing it song. Yeah, no, it is. Reminds me of uh, Family Guy. <laughs> it was um, <laughs> written by Leslie Brykus, who was a British oh composer. Leslie Brykus. <laughs> uh, he did a lot of theme music and musical um, composing. He did Doctor Doolittle, um, Scrooge, Tom and Jerry the movie, Goldfinger. Oh wow! Hmm. You only live twice. So he did some uh, some Seven, yeah. Dude, the panning work on that is uh, on that song we just listened to, "Pure Imagination," was pretty awesome. Like you had the the horns going on the right side and the strings on the left, and then somehow the I imagine a xylophone was yeah. going was so weird. It was, yeah, it was faint. some was on the right side, some was on the left. There was like no method to it. It was fucking. Mm. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> song. Great that was nice. movie. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. I enjoy that every time. I sing it from time to time. It pops in my head, dude. And it pops yeah. in my head when I'm trying to fall asleep sometimes. Hmm. That's interesting. I know. Oh, I have a story. Hmm. It's a, it'll, it'll, it's a nice little segue. It's a beautiful segue. Good so, segues. So I, I, I work next to uh, an airport is nearby. And usually I never really hear the planes. They're kind of just in the background. They're not, it's, I'm not close enough that it's loud. They're just kind of there. And you can kind of see the planes take off from time to time. It's nice. It's kind of peaceful. Uh-huh. Um, the other day <clears throat> I'm sitting there and I just hear the loudest, like the windows are rattling, just like, oh, I'm like what the fuck is that? And it's like, I, I can see like three fighter jets. Like just, I mean, I don't know anything about aircraft or what kind of fighter jets they were, but it was straight out of Top Gun. And it <laughs> I wonder if they're me. heading to Montana. <laughs> at the no time idea. of recording this this whole chinese space balloon thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flew yeah, over yeah. montana right. the other day <laughs> i haven't been keeping up with the news but it was sick looking and i was like oh my god and then i was like oh top gun has music and i was like oh kenny loggins danger zone and i was like that's going on the list so i put it on oh the we're, list. we're not doing uh oh what's that song by the righteous brothers there's a lot of songs by the Righteous Brothers. Ah, oh, the song from Top Gun and the Righteous Brothers with, with the <laughs> most 80s sex scene of all time. <laughs> it's the most 80s fucking sex scene of all time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Righteous Brothers song. Th- and... That love and feeling. That's what it is. That's what it was. You lost that love yeah. and feel. I love That's that song. Right. And we're going with Kenny Loggins. I mean, Kenny Loggins is Come on! And not only that, but dude, remember when we were playing GTA 5 years yes, ago? Yes, I think about it every time I hear this song. Yeah, GTA 5, when you take off in the fighter jets, and this song starts playing in the mission. Ah, I remember, yeah. so it was me, you, and two other people. We were doing the setup missions for the, uh, what was that called? The Pacific Standard Heist, the sure. bank heist or whatever. We had to steal the jets. Yeah. And then we, we do everything in the mission, and then we all jump into a jet. Mm-hmm. And then I remember you going, wait, no! They're playing dangerous. Is this actually happening? And we're flying jet. You were like a kid on Christmas morning. I I think I peed my pants. I was so excited. (laughs) I was so excited. Is that like your best video game moment of all? Like spontaneous didn't know what was happening? I've got a couple. Um, There was um, in one of the Far Cry games. I forget. I think it was four, five. I don't remember, but there's um, dubstep that starts playing when you're doing a mission. Oh, make it burn down. Right. That was on yeah, the. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, that was that was number three. Far Cry Three, Make It Burn Them. It was Skrillex, and I was like, "Yo, Skrillex is on Far Cry 3? and I was losing my shit on that. <laughs> and then they they kind of replicated that a couple times with other missions in other Far Cry film uh, games, not films. Well, I have to play Danger Zone while I think of like a video game moment that got me like super excited. Danger Zone, like ready to pleat. Not know. to mention Archer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Lana! laughs> Danger Zone. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Dude, that, that song gets you pumped. And like oh. the, the the placement and just out of nowhere when those toms come in, the doo-doo, doo-doo, and then right into the court. It, mm, it, that's like borderline, and I'll say it as a motherfucking drummer. That is borderline in the air tonight, but not quite there. <laughs> it, it's like the it's like the beginning of it and then the chorus comes just, in. It doesn't like fully complete on a drum fill. It's it's just if you ever just turn on the original Top Gun and you start watching just the intro, there's like some like lower end synths that are kind of playing as the credits are, you know, like kind of popping up on the screen. And then you just see like a bunch of people working on like a, a, a fucking a, F-16. I think it was an F-16 in the original. I think I know, I but know. I mean, but the 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 landing thing in the middle of the water—I don't know shit that about aircraft those. carrier. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> they're on this carrier of aircrafts in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and you just see all these guys like working. And you're like, oh, this is kind of cool intro. You know, it's like kinda, it's like the, the 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 dawn is rising. You know, like the 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 morning sun is off in the distance, and it's really kind of orange. And then what? like when shit starts to go, <laughs> the song starts pumping. Badass. What what uh, impression is that from? What? Oh God, you sounded just like somebody, and I don't fucking know who. That's the one. I don't. Oh God, it's fucking. Oh, that's gonna bug me. Okay. You know, I I will say this: I've never been a huge Tom Cruise fan. Um, really? No, not really, because he's got one of the worst acting moments. Not not the not not the worst period. There's there's certainly horrible acting moments by unknown actors, and that's my point. Tom Cruise has one of the worst acting scenes in a very highly regarded popular movie that mm-hmm. is the worst of any professional actor, like famous professional actor, and it's a few good men. He has one of the absolute worst fucking acting scenes in that movie. And I saw that movie when I was a kid, and I went. This motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. And I've seen it in my adult years, too, because it's a great movie. <laughs> I was like, and kid, you knows what acting is. <laughs> no, no, no. But even, even as an adult, I've seen it. And it's the worst fucking. It makes that, me put on my the, fucking De Niro you, face. It's so fucking bad. Oh my, I'm telling you. A few, good, a few good men. You can't handle the truth. That's the one. That's a few good men. And there's a scene in there. I, I forget what the details that. are, but he goes to this guy's like office in the middle of the night. Uh, listen, and, like, listen, what? Uh, listen, if it what? wasn't for, and I, I'm, I'm making a connection here for the first time. I've never thought about this. I don't even know if they're too related, but in a few good men, when he has that scene, did that not inspire? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, Fuck. Oh, the pet detective. When he has that scene. No? In Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura, pet detective. When he has a scene where he's 
like breaking Wait, the case. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold not, on, you've never you've never seen a few good men, have you? Like ages ago, again. Okay, because Jack, ago. the great Jack Nicholson, says that line. My no, complaint no, 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 is know, not with Jack Nicholson. What am I thinking of? I don't know. I'm I, getting my movies all mixed up. <laughs> Jesus fuck! This is, this man. is why we don't. This is why there we don't is, do movie look, movie shit. Look, there's a scene in A Few Good Men where Tom Cruise discovers that some some guy had lied to him about flight plans. Like he doctored him or hit him or some shit. Mm-hmm. He goes to his office in the middle of the night and he walks in and he he like confronts the guy. As, and tells him why he's there and then he puts his hand on his hip and he like leans over and he goes so what are you trying to pull and it's like it's so awful i'm serious watch it <laughs> so it's just awkward no it's poor acting nobody fucking acts like that Tom it's Cruise. you gotta see it to see All what right. i'm talking about i'll have to rewatch it we're talking about movies that came out when listeners in middle school <laughs> come fight me come to tom cruise's defense or come help me shit on him for that scene. <laughs> but what I'm going to say is, is I have become a Tom Cruise fan in my later years. Top Gun 2 was fucking awesome. See, I it still was haven't great. seen that. As much as I love Top Gun, I haven't seen the, the newer one yet. You feel me looking at you? I feel you looking at me. You haven't seen Top Gun 2 yet? No. I know. For shame. I don't go to movies. <laughs> Bro, it's I not. Don't see, I don't see it on TV. When do I have time to watch movies? I watch Lego Movie on repeat. <laughs> and when you're not watching that, you're watching Garden State. Yeah, see, you get it. This is you disgraceful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Tom Cruise anymore. God damn it! Well, it's a. Moving on. It's gonna be. You know what the worst part is? You know what the worst part is? I have three songs left. Now look, I I love four of my picks today. Scotty doesn't know is that 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 was a comedic good pick for a comedy movie. I love pure imagination, and I love the final three. You don't even know. I love my final three picks. Okay. So Moose, I'm gonna ask you. Yes. Do you want some soul? Or do you want some electronic? Or do you want something made for a movie? Pick one. I, uh, um, uh, Soul, uh, electronic, or like made for I'm a gonna fucking go with, movie? I'm going to go with electronic. Of course you are. Which takes me oh, to... God, that was a lot of pressure. One of my favorite songs by the Smashing Pumpkins. Off of one of the worst... Super, the probably the worst superhero movie ever made originally premiered on the Batman and Robin soundtrack later was used on the Watchmen movie from the early 2000s the beginning is the end is the beginning the who fucking love this song Bro, I'm sure there are songs out there that have an explosion built into the instrumental, but two explosions built into the <laughs> instrumental? That yeah. was that definitely felt like it was made for a movie. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Totally. Like that definitely it had all the, the recipe for, you know, being in cinema. That that was It felt like it should have been made for too. a it was certainly made for a better movie. Then what it than, says Batman. <laughs> what did it came up for which Batman movie? Batman and Robin. 
Really? Like the worst. <laughs> but that movie, what, I remember the, when wait, the movie that movie came out. Was that the Batman that had Batman had nipples? Yes. Which one was that one? Oh, it was that one. And and a back card from like American Express. They had like an American <laughs> Express right. commercial in the movie. I think it was Amex. Maybe it was Mastercard. I, 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 I want to say Mastercard, but that's no. I think it was because I think because uh, I think uh, Robin's like, what side is it? It's the back card. I never leave home without it. <laughs> oh my god! But there was a lot of marketing for that movie. Like I do, uh, I distinctly well, yeah, no remember. Kidding. Like Taco Bell had like collector cups, and if you. Uh, if you got if you bought certain things at Taco Bell back then and did something like they had a Batmobile giveaway, like yeah. the marketing for that fucking movie was huge. And it dude, the talent that was in that movie, like George Clooney's not a bad actor. Chris O'Donnell, scent of a woman, fuck yourself. Chris O'Donnell was a badass actor. I don't even know what he's doing now. I don't even know where he is. Anyway, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy. Yeah. That sounds yeah. familiar. And they put Alicia Silverstone was in it. Um, it, it was, and here's the thing. I don't even think I've ever seen the movie. I don't think I've ever actually watched what? it. There was so much marketing for that movie. It was all over the radio. The trailers were on every other fucking commercial. Like they were, had their own movie trailer commercials that were out. And like I said, like Taco Bell had like the partnership. Yeah, yeah, they were doing yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. It was, dude. You've never Jesus seen it. Christ. You're telling it. You're telling everyone it's the shittiest like Batman movie, and you've never seen I, it. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it other than it. The, what I what I do remember fucking sucks. Batman had nipples. That is George Clooney, and they, and they zoomed the in on Batman. it too. I just remember like he like turns and he's like pa pow, turkey's done, and you're like oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Who left the fridge open? It's fucking yeah. cold in here. <laughs> Who wants orange juice? <laughs> what? Oh my god! What the fuck? They had a scene like the one you're describing, though, in Batman Forever. The one before that with Val Kilmer. Right. There's like a Sorry, shot so- of Batman's like ass. Oh yeah, that's right. Like Is he that- hadn't put his cape on yet. And it's like, why? What are you doing? Yeah. That was but anyway, anyway, back to the song. Yeah. I fucking love this song, dude. It's amazing. And when I went to go see the Pumpkins uh, last year, I was like, man, I hope they just like pull this out for some reason. And did they? No, they no, did. Of course not. Probably, I didn't get to hear that. Probably My cousin didn't get to hear Disarm. Mm. But we didn't leave disappointed. I mean, why would you? I know. It's the Smashing yes. Pumpkins. And now I just have a reason to go see them again for a third time. And hope they, you know, and hope they play the song. Put it on the set yeah. list. Yeah. You heard it here first, on. folks. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at him. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Gonna Next time you're in X City, play this. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> dude! It, it's I don't know what it is about this song. It's like it's creepy. It's very different than a lot of like what you think of with the Smashing Pumpkins. Like, there's no actual drum kit. Like, mm. I don't even know if Jimmy Chamberlain did anything. For this track, I, I don't know what it, the whole thing was electronic. Fucking yeah. Corgan's voice with the with the d- distortion and shit. I don't know. I love this song. No, I enjoyed it. It just was it. It didn't really have like a. It didn't have a hook or anything. I mean, it wasn't a yeah, song. It it's not a commercial. 
They had a course. Is it right where you are? Never people. Change. Well, yeah, it had a course. I mean, it didn't have like yeah. a hook. It wasn't like a. It wasn't meant to like catch you uh, and be on radio. It was meant for film. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. there. Yes. Yes. But I love it. <sighs> well, where are we, where are we going next? Um. Hopefully, to a better movie. Oh no, I don't have any good movies. I'm not a movie person. Um, <laughs> you don't even know what you have. I have Armageddon. Oh, Jesus. You know where we're going with this. We've talked you about... You had to put ta- these motherfuckers on here, bro? Oh, the Smith After of After our Arrows. 70s episode? Yeah, the Smith of... And you know what? You know what? After doing a bit of research today on Aerosmith, um, I, I think I dislike Aerosmith as much as you do. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a... I'm not a fan. So remember, I was like, dude, how can you hate, you know, uh, Steven Tyler when he, get, you know, helped make Liv Tyler? Like, they didn't even I know didn't each other. I didn't say I had anything against Liv Tyler. Well, when you hate Lord of the She Rings shouldn't suffer then, the then. sins of her father. She should. What? A little bit. It's, it was weird, man. So, uh, okay, it all, it all started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up this movie, and I'm trying to find information. And, of course, Liv Tyler is in Armageddon. She's the, the main love interest to... Of ben Affleck, yes. Ben Affleck, right. Yeah. Um, and I, I was reading one article, and it said that, like, at the time of this movie coming out, they didn't even know that they were related, which is false. They knew. Um... Liv Tyler found out that Steven Tyler was her father when she was 11 years old, according to Google. Oh, okay. And Liv Tyler was going by a different name by another man that uh, her mom was with. I don't, I, I don't have the full details in front of me. It was, it was a lot. I, I took in a lot of information today. But uh-huh. the, the song uh, Crazy by Aerosmith has a music video. Liv Tyler's in that music video. And Steven Tyler had no idea that his daughter was going to be in the music video. So completely unbeknownst to Steven Tyler. This, I am fairly certain is accurate. This is from all the stuff I've found. And if you're watching the music video, Crazy is a very seductive, lust-filled type of music video. It's very 80s, very, you know, lusting over young women. Um, okay, and like your whole the whole time you're watching like Steven Tyler up on stage singing in slow mo, and then like there's a scene of just like you know girl ditching class and getting with the the other girl who's Liv Tyler, and then they kind of drive off and they have like this rendezvous night out on the town type of thing, but it's just it's so awkward and, and like at first like I mean I'm sure when it came out. In 93 or 94, whenever the song came out and the music video came out, that no one realized that it was Liv Tyler is the daughter of Steven Tyler. So it was fine. It's just two young girls. But like once mm-hmm. you realize all this information, you're like, this is this is uncomfortable. Like everything. Like, she's just <laughs> what the it's fuck? Like, you're, you're, like your daughter's like, is, you know, a teenager or whatever. And like you just ha- you're showing men on the screen lusting after your dog it just was uncomfortable everything everything about it was uncomfortable so it made me uncomfortable the whole thing all of aerosmith is making me uncomfortable i mean i've always been uncomfortable just hearing aerosmith right oh and wait did we talk about did we talk about how you discovered um 
the, that stupid meme song that's all over that's been on. Did I, we talk about that on I, here? I don't. I don't know if we did or not. Um, you want to explain? Because this is yeah, another so, reason to fucking hate Aerosmith. <laughs> almost. So no, no, no still, no. still okay. So <laughs> I know where you're going with this, but I do. A meme, yeah, there's a meme song that everyone's heard. I guarantee, if you're listening to this show right now, oh no, you've heard. Yeah, you've heard. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. Everywhere, <sighs> it's been on every stupid video of yes. anybody about to fall down or something about to spill. <laughs> every like that that song that fuck uh, man. That, yeah, the audio is everywhere. I was listening to Aerosmith because after we had last argued about Aerosmith on the 70s episode, I have a couple Aerosmith vinyls. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Aerosmith a chance. And I was listening to him. I was like, meh, okay. Nothing really was great or brilliant. And then I hear the melody and he's like, whatever happened to? And I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Lord, we once knew. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it will be the same. Oh no! Oh no! But he's like he sings so like it's slow and calm and it's like much lower. And I was like, that's from the meme. And so of course with a you know record player you can just speed things up. So I put it from thirty three to forty five, and I was like, there it is. That's the meme. Like it's 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 right here. And I was like, Aerosmith did this. The whole meme was based off of Aerosmith. Then I discovered Aerosmith did not write that song. It was actually written by the Shangri Las. So I don't know if the Shangri Laws were sampled for that meme or Aerosmith. I don't know. But it was Aerosmith. Sure. We're just leaving. We're just leaving it at that. And where was I going fact, with this whole thing? I don't know, but you reminded me of something. I was listening to Pyromania by Def, Le- Def Leppard the other day, and I don't recall nice. the song. But there, is, I, there's a there's a song on there. I think it's on the B side. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm positive it's on the B side. I, I I don't remember what song it was, but I heard. It's the same thing as Offspring. And I went, wait, what the fuck? Offspring sampled that. That's interesting. So anyway, uh, you were were talking about how uh, Steven Tyler made a song where his daughter was being lusted over and he doesn't want to miss a thing. I think that's where you're going. Right. No, no. And then my entire life, I thought that Steven Tyler or Aerosmith wrote I don't want to miss a thing because his daughter's growing up. She's in this big film now. He wrote it for the film. I thought mm-hmm. it was a whole ordeal, and yeah. it wasn't. Aerosmith <laughs> didn't even write this stupid song. Uh, this lady, uh, Diane Warren, who is very famous. Um, yeah, I know that name. Yeah, Diane Warren. She's written like 32 top 10 songs. Jesus. Like, uh, including If I Could Turn Back Time by Cher. Uh, because you loved me, Celine Dion. How mm. do I live, Leanne Rhymes? Like, she's in the Songwriters Hall of Trisha Fame. Trisha Yearwood did a much better version of How Do I Live than Leanne Rhymes did. But yeah, sure. But either way, it was uh, Diane Warren that wrote it. Um, huh. And she, like, uh, where was I? She, Diane Warren, also wasn't thinking Aerosmith would sing the song. She wanted Celine Dion to do this song for the movie. She thought this song would be fantastic if Celine Dion did it. That I'm did sure it would have been. I mean, been great. positive it would have been. Yeah. Anybody else would have been. You, too, would have done a better job. And, and, like, this isn't one of Aerosmith's best songs. I think the song is terrible. I don't like Steven Tyler's voice in this whole song. But I'm going to make the listeners listen to it. I don't want to miss a thing by you, Aerosmith. You know, for, yeah. 
All right, here we go. Armageddon, and that's where we're going. (laughs) I have so many thoughts. I don't know what order to go. Well, first, were we what two two feet apart, a foot apart? You know, hands on hips. No, you know, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yes. Middle, middle I school danced dance. with my crush to this song in seventh oh. grade. You danced with your crush? I danced with, like my cousin. It was really weird. Uh, Didn't have crushes. Oh, yes. We discussed this when Brad was on. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, a late bloomer, man. <laughs> you, you <laughs> Here's an interesting fact. You dance with your cousin, man. Wait, what? <laughs> Why were you dancing with your cousin? Was this a Kinsanetta? What happened? <laughs> probably, oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, probably. I don't remember. Oh, dude. Right, so th- that, But that was something I was going to say. Like, this song puts me right back in, like, 1998. Um... I, I had my dance with my crush on, on this song. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thoughts that I have, uh, I'm sure you don't know the song Amazed by Lone Star, but there is something very similar, and I've never noticed it until now. There uh-huh. is something so fucking similar between this song and that one. I don't know what it is, but I, I, I got to listen to that other song in this side-by-side and figure it the fuck out. That's one. That's that's another thought. The next thought that I have is, of course, this is an Aerosmith song that I don't mind because there's orchestra and the instrumental sounds fucking awesome. I love the instrumental, right, which was which was already there pre Aerosmith. Like that was already written, <laughs> and then Aerosmith oh, came really? in and added stuff on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that's that's probably why this is young. like I have said. Dream on is a great song, and that's the only one I'll give them. I don't think this is a great song, but it's a tolerable one. It's my yeah. second favorite Aerosmith song, but there's like, there's miles between and there's, there's slot one, reason, slot two. Because it's, you know, like I said, it was Diane Warren. So it wasn't even an Aerosmith who wrote it. No. And yeah. here's my last thought. We, we have talked about Michael Bolton and yeah. <laughs> Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah. Man, fucking, <laughs> what would he be with the, the Huskies? What he does, here you breathe. <laughs> like, he's got this like, Watch you smile while you are asleep. Um, what? Why? Alanis Morissette did that too. She had that kind of thing in her voice, where like at the end of any any like phrase, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." She does. Well, I think she's using a vocal break. I don't think he's doing a vocal break. He's just. Breathing. Like we, we, we all know that <laughs> Steven Tyler was in and out of rehab forever. Like the guy, they, they lived on drugs. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is, is he missed a lot despite what he actually wanted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, drugs aren't funny, but I, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I just, I, that's another reason I never liked his fucking voice, dude. Like I just, I can't stand the, eh, it, eh. <laughs> I, what? I, I enjoy it because it's fun to like visualize like as a singer you're kind of like anytime I think of you <laughs> it kind of goes really high up at the end I don't know how he does it <laughs> it's like a weird like little scoopy at the end little, like, you're, like you're going down some slopes and you're skiing and you're like, woo <laughs> <the> ramp <laughs> okay Oh, wait, hold on. I have another thought. I'm sweating. That is so funny. (laughs) Hold on. 
I forgot the thing that was making me laugh throughout the whole fucking song. I think I've sent you this or you've seen it. The TikTok of that dude that goes to pick up his brother from school and like the whole yeah. school's getting out and he pulls up and he's blasting uh, like smells like teen spirit. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the course is getting ready to come. And he's like, you know what time it is. Woo. And, like, the fucking <laughs> and he's just like rock. Absolute dude, hype, man. Please do it with this song. Oh, my God. If somehow I, the, the masses can reach this person, whoever does this, yeah, do it to this song. Because I see I yelled that when you and I were listening to it, when he's like gearing up for the fucking beat to start. You know, you know what you should do. You know what time it is. Right after, right after we, you know, close out the episode, you should just take that clip because I know it's been recording. You should take that clip of you like, you know what time it is, and just like edit it right at the end. <laughs> oh, we could have a bloopers. That'd be fun. We should start uh, doing bloopers. Yeah, bloopers would be fun. Yeah. I don't know. We we need more bloopers. We haven't had enough to fill up an hour, but a bloopers episode would be funny. It would really episode, feature be you. No, you you by the end of our first year should have you alone should have enough for a blooper. I am. You a, got like five minutes of material just out of this episode already. Yeah, I'm I'm a walking <laughs> blooper. Yeah. A okay. Blooper? Anyway, <laughs> fucking all right. We're gonna class this. We're, we're gonna class up this motherfucker. All right. So last yeah. year. A movie came out with Jonathan Majors. Uh, uh-huh. People would know him as Kang the Conqueror uh, from sure. Ant-Man and the Wasp. You, uh-huh. you look like you're not following me right now. Not even a little bit. Have I've you seen not seen Ant-Man previews? And Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. Have you seen the trailer? You, you don't know who Jonathan Majors is? Mm-hmm. He who remains in Loki. You haven't watched Loki. I have watched Loki, but I've, I still have no idea who you're talking about. He's the villain at the end that female Loki kills and fucking splits all the timelines to shit. Oh. You still don't remember. I know that noise. God damn it, Moose. How do you not know who Jonathan... Anyway, it... the harder they fall. It's got him. <laughs> it's got the Idris Elbas. Oh. I don't I know his name, is. but it's got the dude from... That played Snoop Dogg and Straight Outta Compton, and and he's on Atlanta. He's fucking hilarious in Atlanta. He's great in this movie as well. It's a black western, and it's funny. the it, The action is great. I mean, anything with Idris. I don't think I've ever seen a bad. I haven't seen Sean Hobbs, but I've never seen anything bad with Idris Elba in it. Um, right? No, I like it. I like Idris Elba. Dude, the harder they fall. It's a Netflix movie. It's fucking great. And at some point towards the end of the movie, this song by CeeLo Green called Black Skin Mile came on. And I had to Shazam that shit and go, what the fuck is this? Because it sounds like CeeLo. Okay, cool, it's CeeLo. I got to go listen to the song when it's over. And I did, and I've been listening to it ever since. As a matter of fact, I've been listening to all of these songs because I put this playlist together like two months ago. I've been listening to this. (laughs) This is my favorite playlist, and I should have said this in the beginning. This is my favorite playlist that I have put together on this show. So wow. far, my favorite. If it's not yours, not I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> it's my favorite. God damn it. So here we go. CeeLo Green, the harder, they, the harder they fall from last year, Black Skin Mile. Bruh. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God, man. Wow. Oh. 
that's that that is really a song that you're you're like satisfied immediately but it yeah. just keeps getting better and better like it it just escalates constantly through the whole thing and then it winds down at the end fuck no that was that was really good <laughs> stank face like, bro yeah, I, I couldn't yeah oh yeah definitely stank face all day i couldn't mm. i was trying to think like man how does CeeLo Green even sound like that? Like, how does he get his voice to just do that CeeLo Green thing? Like, he's the only person I know <laughs> that sounds like CeeLo. Like, you know, immediately it's CeeLo Green. Yeah. Like, there's just like, I don't know. I, every song he's done, I'm just like, damn, CeeLo. I wish I could sing like that. Maybe he's crazy. <laughs> damn it. I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I've, I've never listened to a lot of CeeLo Green. I've heard fuck you and i've heard um crazy um i haven't listened to much more than that but when i was watching that movie and you're right because i knew i knew immediately it was CeeLo green when i heard it Mm -hmm. but i just started hearing just that that i mean soul's the only way to put it just from the instrumental to the sound of the vocals and the way everything blends together it's very you know not that it sounds like him but it's very the same feeling you get when you listen to sam cook or like Marvin Gaye, or uh, fucking oh, Jesus, man, like, mm, too much. It's too much. Yeah, and that was that was good. I don't know yeah, what Black Skin Mal is. I looked a few things up on Google, but for anybody that saw Dave Chappelle on SNL last season, I'm not trying to get ourselves into a potato hole situation. <laughs> so I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> On what I found, because I don't know that it's true. I didn't find a reputable source. I don't give a fuck. The sound of this song was, it's a fucking 11 out of 10. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck what it's about. Yeah, I'm 100% adding that to a playlist. Like, that was great. Dude. Uh, I'll put that in the mix with, like, Black Pumas and the like. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. That's up there. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn. (sighs) So good. And, And... Fuck again! Harder they fall, the harder they fall. Great movie. I I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Never seen it. Netflix, man. You have Netflix. Make I make do. it happen. Do I yourself. Had Netflix. I don't know if I have Netflix anymore. Do yourself a favor. God damn it, Moosh. Yeah. Okay, I've said Anywho. all I can say about this damn song because I can just keep repeating myself at how great it was. You know, I don't. Where are we going? I don't think. I've been able to put Radiohead on the show yet. I'm fairly certain I have not. And you I'm put, put Radiohead a, on the show. No, no, no. We talked about a cover of Fake Plastic Trees by Holly Humberstone. But the, mm-hmm. not even that was on the show. It was on a no. honorable mention. So no, this, is, this would be Radiohead's debut on our show. Yes. Oh, okay. Ever so, before, we, before we play the track, and I want to talk a little bit, I recently got the Kid Amnesia final. Did I talk about this already? The, the, three, the three vinyl Kid Amnesia. I know you and I have talked about it. I don't remember if it was on here or not, but yeah. Oh, man. I love Radiohead. Like, <laughs> I know we talked about playing the, uh, the, the, the experience on PlayStation. Yeah, and yeah. Listening to, I've been listening to a ton of Radiohead. I did not know. I knew it was, like, joked upon in, like, various, like, I think um, uh, maybe Family Guy or something did a, did a bit about exit movie for a film by Radiohead. Um, and I know it's been done a lot. Like, I think they've used this song for like two or three different films, 
But initially, exit, mu- exit music for a film by Radiohead was done for uh, Romeo and Juliet uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio back in... Uh, 95. 96. Look at you. One year. You're oh, doing great. There we go. Yeah. Um, and it's at, the, it's at the credits. So it's at like the very end of the film. And mm-hmm. I know I, I was trying to find like the scene that this was in. I didn't... It was just it's rolling credits. But um, if you look it up on YouTube, like it kind of gives you a nice um, montage of the entire like film huh. in the and like the pro like in the I don't know, time the song plays what four minutes and twenty five seconds. Mm-hmm. So like you kind of get a whole montage in that time while the song plays of that film. It's really nice and it's like I mean it's a fantastic song. It's off of uh, OK Computer. So go ahead. Yeah, that was intense. So, fun facts. I have some. I have a few. Uh-huh. <clears throat> of course, uh, the studio sent Radiohead and Tom York um, just like a scene, like the very last scene of the, of the film of um, Romeo and Juliet, and then like the credits roll or whatever. And he said, they said, hey, you know, we want you to write uh, exit mo- or exit music for the film, which <laughs> is where he just came up with the title. He just exit music <laughs> for a film. Like he didn't, he didn't say what film it was. If it doesn't get picked up, if they don't use it, he wants to keep the song. It's a great song. Um, but they sent him like just a scene. I don't know what scene it is, but they sent him a scene. Um, but he claims, uh, it claims here on song facts that, um, <clears throat> Tom York like read the novel, you know, a bunch of times or the screenplay a bunch of times and watched the, 1960s version of the movie? Mm-hmm. Is there a 60s version of uh, Romeo and Juliet? I don't know. I imagine, I mean... I imagine so. It says here. I didn't know there one existed, but... The play is several hundred years old. <laughs> yeah, I so. knew that. Um, and uh, Talk Show Host, another Radiohead song, was also uh, contributed to the, um, to the film. And another one, my last one, the Johnny Cash album at Folsom Prison was mm-hmm. an influence on this track. Tom York set out to write a song for Romeo and Juliet. He said he had half a half formed song going one way, but then he got totally obsessed with the prison tapes by Johnny Cash, and it sonically like influenced his the way the song went. Which I don't see the connection, but I nice. haven't listened to Folsom Prison in I don't know forever. I don't really listen to a whole lot yeah. of Johnny Cash, not as much as I should. Um, but yeah, interesting. That was interesting. I need to get a new chair, by the way, because I find myself having to sit real still, uh, when we're not listening to music because I get a little squeaky squeak. Oh my God, dude, this chair squeaks so bad. And I have one that doesn't right next to me. And I just keep forgetting to get up every time we, (laughs) anyway, it adds Uh, atmosphere to our show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there, 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 there's a, uh, uh, there, there's, there's, uh, aesthetic, I think is the right word. There's an aesthetic for closing something out for Radiohead because I, I feel like you could do the same thing with Karma Police, probably not creep high and dry, but one, one other example where they closed out, uh, film footage was on the show Entourage. 
the mm. very I I'm pretty sure it's the very last episode. Like the the gang, like the the entourage that you've been following for like seven or eight seasons, however long the show went on, for they're all going their separate ways, and fake plastic tree starts, and uh, hmm. everything kicks in right as everybody like goes their separate ways on their jets or in cars and shit like that, and uh, it was it was just a fitting ending to that uh, to that show. I hope that is the very last episode. I'm pretty positive it is. But um yeah, no, they 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 like some bands just do things better than 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 any other band and like yeah. you can just take Radiohead and throw them throw images on top of of uh their audio and it just works. Yeah. I mean, another thing too, I I got excited to watch the movie The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Mm, Remember mm-hmm. that one? Yep. I don't watch a lot of films. But the reason I chose, chose to watch the that accountant, film, I chose the accountant. And the reason why is, you know, you can when you're scrolling through online, you're looking for different movies to watch and you watch the trailer to see if it's, you know, mm-hmm. for me, if, I, if I'm going to get any interest. I don't spend a lot of time reading reviews on movies. I just watch movies sometimes when yeah. I do get around to it. Um, and the trailer had um, everything in its right place by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. And I was, as soon as the music started, I was like, oh, it's Radiohead. Sweet. I was like, I'm watching this film. I mean, I don't oh, think the gosh. song appears in the film ever, maybe once, like a, 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 an instrumental of it. Yeah. But the fact that they had Radiohead in the trailer, I was like, yeah, let's that's, go watch this mil- movie. And it was a good the, movie. Th- that's how you pick your movies? It's the same way I pick my wine bottles and the same way I pick my books, right by the cover. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You wouldn't be the first or even 10th person that I've had to do this for. Uh-huh. And I'm going to offer it to you. Uh-huh. Would you like me to make you a list? Oh, God, that list would be so long. No, 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 no. We, 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 basically what I do, I, I'm doing this for somebody right now, and I keep it to like five. Uh-huh. And w- w- when they tell me they've knocked off like three, I give them like three more. But it's like, it's, it will help you, Moose. Will it? Yes. Do do you like to speak intelligently? Do you like not? Would you like to not be laughed at on your podcast as you try to spit out movie (laughs) trivia that you don't fucking know? Uh, Are you sitting in a chair with headphones on in front of a microphone wearing a V-neck black shirt? Wait, how did you This adds for you. Bro, let me make you a list, and then oh, just God. just instead of picking other movies to watch, watch what I tell you to watch. You'll thank me for it, I promise. There's so many things to watch. You know how much fucking music I have had to listen to at your hand over the last dozen years? Do you have any idea? What's wrong with the music I choose? I, I have great music taste. I have impeccable film taste. Mm-hmm. Allow me to return the favor. Come on, Moose. Fine. I'm going to make you a list, and we're going to talk about it on this fucking show. Oh, no. That way you're held accountable for it. So maybe next week I will announce, like, five movies for your list. All right? And then maybe not not by the next episode a week later, but at least by the one after that. You have to have at least watched one. All right. Can Garden State be one of them? I'll watch that No, you're not watching a fucking movie you've already (laughs) seen, goddammit. Jesus. Oh, gosh. But look, right. if I was going to choose 
a movie based off a song and a trailer, yeah, th- that would be my last one. Now, shout out to our boy Pons. Okay, so Pons is a Marvel nerd, just like an MCU nerd, just like yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And he went and saw Black Widow the mm-hmm. day it came out. I went and saw it the day after it came out. So when he saw it, he texted me and said, have you seen Black Widow yet? And I said, no, I have tickets. I'm seeing it tomorrow. And he said, okay, be prepared. It's the greatest opening credit scene of all time. And I, I haven't seen it. I will play it for you when we get off here. You, you guys, you, uh, you can find it on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Just type in opening credits, Black Widow. Okay. It is the greatest opening credits I've ever seen. It's up. It's fucking and it's done to a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. I need to check this stuff out because I can't find any information on the artist. If you, it says geek music. And if you click on geek music, this looks like something that you and I might both want to dive into. This looks fun. Yeah. So, everybody, if you type in geek music and click on the artist, like... There's just a ton of different Dude, shit like in here. Superheroes, you got superhero stuff. stuff and like comic books, TV shows, other movies. There was God of War was on there. I saw God Ooh, of War, so like video games, yeah, right? Yeah. This this looks crazy, but look, I'm a I'm a play. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Turn this shit up. It it is. Wait, it, it, now this song wasn't written for a movie. It was done for a movie. It's it's if you did a cover for a for a movie that wasn't so against the rules. All right, we and you're gonna thank so me. I don't know why I'm worried about breaking. Them. You're gonna thank me. Here we, we go. Make our own rules. God Bruh. dang! It's it's so fucking good. So I was I was trying to find anything on this. And it looks like the artist is Malia J. Oh, okay. This is her only song. So she's on Spotify, and this is the only song attributed to her. Oh, Jesus. So. Oh, I wonder if she's one of those uh, affiliated artists or like artists uh, under the friends section that I saw when I was scanning through there. That Mm. probably makes sense. But uh, there's my squeaky chair again. Dude, like, all right, look, 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 look. I'm going to be real. Okay. Uh huh. There are movies. That get me so entrenched with emotion that I can't move. I'm not kidding. It happens. I can't move. I am stuck. And like, I can't talk. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, and I'm not exaggerating. Like this happens. It it happens. Uh, you know, Schindler's list does this to me. Um, other, other movies, like other scenes (laughs) in, in, in certain movies have done this. Marvel, has done it to me twice. The Avengers Assemble scene in Endgame, and the entire oh, time sick. I... Dude, it, so, I, fight me. Greatest movie scene in all I, time. And it's I, not fair, but it is. Anyway, back to Black Widow. Uh, yes, greatest opening sequence of all time. And, like, it's, it's just, it's, like, euphoric watching hmm. that shit. And when I saw it in the movie theater the next day, I immediately... Texted our friend Pons when it, when it was over and was like, bro, you weren't lying. Like, this fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. So good. Mm. That thing. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, Moosh, I promise yeah. uh, two things. Um, I'm going to make you a list. We're going to keep it to five movies at a time. 
Okay. Check it twice. I'm gonna we're gonna check it twice. All right. The, some are gonna be naughty. Others are just gonna be nice. I'm gonna spread it out. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna get some classics. You're gonna get just some fun shit. Some yeah. great shit. Some some cult classic stuff. Some uh, you know when I first moved to uh, SoCal when you and I met. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know what? I gotta I gotta make my way through the AFI 100 Years 100 Movie List, and I've probably seen. Oh, not Six- AFI, the, the no. emo band. <laughs> so uh, I've probably seen 65 to 70 of, of those, but I had that list on my wall, and right next to it I had another list, and it was titled Movies People Give Me Shit For. Oh. I had a Movies People Give Me Shit For list, and fucking, hey, let us know on Twitter uh, what movies you've gotten shit for for not seeing. And yeah. I'll tell you right now, if you're not watching and haven't watched, the last of us on HBO, oh. you let me know and I will give you shit. Oh, I almost want to like share my HBO password with everybody. So they just have a chance to watch it. <laughs> Moose is going to kamikaze his own account. <laughs> for the greater good. Everybody hop on now. <laughs> watch but, party. Hey, uh, what, but you know, just to, just to not make this about like movies and TV shows, the music of the last of us by what's, what's that guitar player's name? Uh, Sant- Santal- uh, Gustavo Santaolo? Santaola? Santaola? Yeah. It's Looking fucking amazing. It. Talk about scores. Yeah. No, he's fantastic. I mean, he did all the music for the video games, uh, Last of Us 1, 2, and um, the what was the little prequel thing? Left Behind. Left Behind. Anyway, uh, so I, I, pro- I promise we'll do that, and then we won't do a, a film-themed episode for a while, but the next one we do... Will be scores at some point. I don't know. Maybe we'll save it for Oscar time next year. We will yeah. see. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, this has been my favorite playlist that I've put together. Uh, and it does make it a little more, e- even more my favorite now that I know that it caused Moose some pain. So yeah, that's this nice. Was, this was not fun. I definitely, uh, if, if, any, if our listeners have made it this far into the episode after making it through Aerosmith and some of, uh, uh, you know, Danger Zone, which is great, but everything is awesome. I'm, I, I imagine people have. I don't know. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're doing with your life. But I definitely feel like I made a fool of myself most of this episode. <laughs> and not, my, not my brightest moments. And that's why we love you. Uh, so follow us on Twitter one, at TheCutMusic1. Hit us up at TheCutMusic1 at gmail.com. Uh, catch the, get the playlist and uh, the episode on Spotify by doing the Cut Music one And that is the number one in all cases. Uh, again, Spotify is the only place where you can actually listen to these tracks along with us. But if you're listening on Apple or uh, Amazon, Amazon or Stitcher, pick one, whatever the case, we do have these uh, entire playlists available to you on the profile along with bonus tracks. So again, hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you next week. Yeah. Peace. You know what time it is.